Girl's Guide to the Galaxy, where we debate, rant, and curse too much. If you like books, sarcasm, and hate the patriarchy, then you've come to the right place. Hell yeah. Um, I'm Loretta, and I will be giving you your bookish updates for today. So, coming out on April 12th is This May End Badly by Samantha Markham. To protect the school that has been her safe haven uh, since her parents' divorce, Doe puts together a plan to prove once and for all that Winifred boys and Weston girls just don't mix, starting with a direct hit at three. Which, by the way, is a person I did not put that together the first time I read this. Um, so three is a person. Starting with a direct hit at three, Winifred, uh, Winfield's Boy King and her nemesis. In a desperate move to win, Doe strikes a bargain with Three's cousin, Wells. If he fake dates her to get under three skin, she'll help him get back uh, his rightful family heirloom from Three. So it's a YA romance. Um, and there's a person named Three in it, you know. And there's a person named Three. And also fake dating, so. Yeah. And then next is a, uh, a fantasy uh, coming out April 19th called Sophie and the Bone Song by Adrian Tooley. In this gorgeous queer standalone fantasy, a young musician sets out to expose her rival for illegal use of magic only to discover the deception goes deeper than she could have imagined. Perfect for fans of an enchantment of ravens. I love all those things. So The summary sounds good, but I wasn't a fan of it. An- of an enchantment of ravens like i thought it was kind of slow i liked the girl the other book that she wrote the sorcery of thorns yes that one was a lot better i did not really love enchantment of ravens um but sorcery of thorns was definitely an upgrade from that i think i was in the right mood when i read enchantment of ravens so i agree that it was kind of slow but i kind of liked it i don't know i think i listened to the audiobook i did too and that might have been my reasoning for not loving it because fair i am who i am <laughs> um Next up is Part Your World by Abby Jimenez. That's coming out on April 19th. April 19th. Uh, After a wild bet, Alexis Montgomery has had her world turned upside down. The cause, Daniel Grant, a ridiculously hot carpenter who's 10 years younger than her and as casual as they come. The complete opposite of sophisticated city girl Alexis. And yet their chemistry is undeniable. Why did I think that this was going to be a mermaid? <laughs> a mermaid. I know. It's called Part of Your World. <laughs> um, and lastly is Go Hex Yourself by Jessica Clare. When Reggie Johnson answers a job ad in the paper, she's astonished to find that she's not applying to work at her favorite card game, Spellcraft, the magicking. Instead, she's applying to be an actual familiar for an actual witch, as in real magic. I'm sold. I'm here for this, yeah. I'm so excited. It's coming out April 19th. You can apply to be a familiar. Where do I sign? Right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm a witch. I don't need... I I will get a... That's real, right? Like, I can go and find that job listing right now. You chose some good ones, Loretta. These all sound really good. I'm excited for all of these things, even if Part of Your World is not a mermaid book, even though I wish it was. Still on board. Yeah, I'll read it, but it would have been better with, with the mermaid instead of a Part carpenter. Of your world. Maybe there's a random mermaid thrown in. <laughs> Maybe he sings yep. that song. All right, let's do some around the room updates. I guess I will start. Um, I will do some music updates since I've heard people are really interested in what we're listening to these days. Um, so I actually found a new to me band, not a new band in general on TikTok called Nightly. I feel like I've been sending videos to you guys of these songs and I'm like, I'm obsessed with this. I'm but into I started it. listening to all of their stuff on Apple Music and I really like them. They're more like indie ish, indie poppy 
alt music, but I think that if if you're into emo music, you might find something you like. They write about, like, losing their numbers after a breakup and, like, not being able to listen to their favorite songs because somebody ruined it for them and... All of these great, yeah, great breakup songs, great songs to, like, listen to when you're driving down the street in the middle of the night. Like, their vibes, their mood mood music, and I'm obsessed. And they're called Nightly, so everybody go listen to Nightly. I love it. Okay, so Erin, what's up with you? I have finally kicked the FOMO and read the Bridge Kingdom series um, by Daniel L. Jensen, and... Like, it didn't hit the mark fully for me. There was stuff I did really like about it. And I will say book two was, like, much more enjoyable for me. Because book one is just, like, so much build. And, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really get why people think it's, like, so amazing. I do think there's, like, good stuff there. Uh, I would be interested to read more from this author. And, like, I think there's another book coming out in the series, a third one um, this May. Um, that I probably will pick up just because out of curiosity and I did enjoy like the setting and stuff, but, um, yeah, it's not one I would like, a like a huge, like everyone must read this like vibe for me. Um, but I'm glad I kind of like know what the deal is. I'm glad I read it. Um, and I also finished, um, you had me at Ola, um, by that's Alexis Daria, right? Yes. Um, that was so cute. I loved it. I'm, I cannot wait to continue it's with that It's so series. cute. Um, just like contemporary romance. Um, and maybe want to brush up on my Spanish for sure. Uh, yeah, it was just super cute. I really liked it. So I've been like on a on a roll with reading, guys. Like I'm like caught up on my Goodreads goal. Yeah, I'm, good like, for yeah. you. Proud. And I have only done like a couple rereads this year. So I'm like trying to like get through some new content. I feel like I got to stick with that. I'm literally going to look at my iTunes right now because you're talking about Spanish music. And I've literally been listening to a lot of Spanish music. So I'm going to give you some recommendations right now and everyone else who wants to listen to Spanish music. So one that I actually found from somebody's Instagram stories, I don't know who it was, but I know they were a musician, is called Tu by Maye. And it's really soft and mellow and she's talking in Spanish. She's singing about like how this person is the only one that they make her heart beat and they want to be only with you, right? Like solo con tu. Like it's just, it's amazing. Um, and then another one that I also found on TikTok is called Tacones Rojos, and it's by Sebastian Yatra. Um, and he's talking about this girl who he's obsessed with who goes dancing in red high heels, right? Tacones Rojos is like, you go, and she's talking about like this girl he sees who is his light, the girl of his dreams, and she has a collection of broken hearts, but he loves her, and she goes dancing in these red heels all of the time. That's so and cute. it's really upbeat and fast. Yeah, it's really good. Also, Becky G has some good ones, but the one I've been listening to, even though it's old, is called Dolar, and she's talking about how words don't mean anything like if she had a dollar for every time this person said he loved her like she would be rich but she can't pay her rent with the bills so what what else are you gonna do i'm obsessed with that song it's so good she also has one with julia michaels and it's half in english half in spanish i think it's called only one but it's really good so that's a good intro one because it has some spanish and some english but i'll have to get them get them lined up for listening to the or for reading the sequel to You Had Me at Ola. I'll have, like, my Spanish music going and then reading the book. It'll be perfect. Also, you can't go wrong with Selena, but not Selena Gomez because I don't appreciate <laughs> Selena Gomez, but Selena, like, the real Selena Quintanilla who has really good music. If you don't know really Selena, music. just go do some work. Actual Selena. <laughs> 
I feel like a lot of younger people don't know who Selena is. Oh, we are getting old. All right. Sorry to take us on Spanish music tangent, but Jess, what are you up to? So I, yesterday, as we're recording this, yesterday Bridgerton came out and I watched the entire season two in a row. Like I didn't stop. I just... 7.30 in the morning, just watched the whole thing. I, it was real, the chemistry is unreal. Um, but we're going to do a whole episode on Bridgerton, so I'm not going to get into it. I just uh, would like you to understand that I don't watch TV hardly ever. And then I watch an entire <laughs> season of Bridgerton. I'm like, oh no. Like I'm all not, day. I'm not going to watch it. Like people will give me recs and I'm like, I'm probably not going to watch it. I'll be honest with you. And then I'll watch an entire season of Bridgerton or like The Witcher that's I just stand who I am. Um, the really cool thing that I've done is I finally decided to cave and read Kingdom of the Wicked by Carrie Maniscalco. Um, this is Italian that I cannot pronounce. Uh, but I was really hesitant to read it because I did not love Stalking Jack the Ripper series. Same. I read the first two and I just never read the rest of them because while there are some iconic moments in those I just it wasn't for me and I've kind of given up on YA to like an extent so when I found out that the second book at least is NA and new adults and like that the books are going to progress I was like I will give this another try because she writes really well um there was just something about those other books that didn't quite go with me um I read the entire book and then I started on the second one. I could not stop. I was, I, I had to put the second book down because I was like, you need to take a minute and process what you just read. Every single thing that I love about a book is in these books. They are amazing. There's a dark broody, probably is the villain, may not be the villain, but he's the love interest. But is he a villain or is he not a villain? And is he a prince of hell? Yeah. Is she a witch? Also, yeah, are witches getting persecuted? Yes. Is there like blood magic and a priesthood coming after them and doing all this crazy stuff? Twins, curses. It's literally everything that it we sounds ever like want. it's got a lot of the tropes we like too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm so on board for this. Weird betrothals to break curses. That's the only way to get betrothed. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's got it's got all the things that I want from and so I started the second book and I got a, like four or five chapters in and I was like, you put this down because I know that I'm going to be really sad at the end because the third book doesn't come out until October. And so I'm like torturing myself by sitting here wondering about them and going, I really want to read it. I really want to read it. But also I want to take my time. Yeah. So I just like put it down and played Animal Crossing for two days. I don't know. A good alternative. Yeah. Also, to go back to her other series, the Stalking Jack the Ripper series, I didn't enjoy them either. So if anybody's out there who does read YA, who is like, well, maybe I'll give them a chance because I can read YA. I personally did not like them because they felt very predictable to me. Like they're supposed to be like mystery, solving mysteries and stuff like that. And it's not... I called the villain in the first book within the first, like, what, five chapters? I remember reading it and being like, it's this, it's this homie, like, I know for a fact. And it would just, didn't, it didn't hit with me either, so. Okay, I, I don't love Audrey. I don't hate her because she's a teenager and she does act in certain ways that everybody's, like, mad at her. But, like, she's a teenager. The guy, Thomas Cresswell, love him. Hands down spectacular he was excellent and the two that i read and especially the second book he did some stupid stuff he made me so mad in book two and i I was like no and i put the book down and i 
Did any did anyone finish it all the way? Debbie, you're normally a finisher. No, so no one finished. I didn't. It. I didn't finish them for this group. <laughs> it's not terrible. Like I think there are a lot of people yeah. who like them, and for very a good lot reasons, of they're people love fun. Those they're fun and enjoyable. Not enough to finish the series. <laughs> Glad I never picked those up. The second book was better than the first book to me. I didn't continue on because at that time there were just other books that I wanted more than that one. Um, and I think that like I wouldn't be upset to go back and finish them. They just are they are YA and I was in a and still am in a place where YA is not as appealing to me um, because I want sex. I don't know. Yeah. For me, that was not the issue. The issue was not that they were YA. The issue was just that it was predictable for me. And I was just like, I don't, I don't want to read a mystery book where I already know what's going to happen before the characters do. My YA thing is more, I just really want adult level content in all respects, not just in, I need a sex scene because Book of Night did not have a sex scene. I loved it because it's just a different, it's a different level of issues and I can relate to it more because... I'm a grown person with those and I need that right now for me. Um, so it's not against YA. I love YA. I just, for right now in my life and the place that I'm at, it doesn't hit as hard as I would love it to. Well, sorry to take us on that tangent. I just had to say that I didn't like those books either. But anyway, <laughs> Loretta, what are you up to? I wanted to respond, one, to the Bridge Kingdom thing because I felt so validated that you weren't crazy about it because... I listened to the audiobook when it came out. I was like, oh, this sounds great. I'm going to love it. And then I listened to it. And I put down a lot of books, but I don't, like, purposely DNF a lot of books. And that one, I was like, I can't do this. And so I put it down. And then, like, a month later, everyone freaked out over it. And, like, I feel like everyone's obsessed with it. And I was like, am I crazy? Erin Sai at the beginning of this episode just, like, is so telling. I just, like, I wanted to, like, it, like, it had all the elements. Like, everything was there. It just wasn't, like, it just didn't hit. Like, it just literally was reaching for it and just misses the mark. The, like I said, book two, I felt, felt it was a lot better. The author is, she is much better at writing writing like the action scenes like and the and developing the setting like awesome like developing the relationships between the people which I'm very much like a character driven relationship driven reader um I just fell flat like she was just like and this is how they feel and I'm like you just didn't build enough for me like the tension wasn't there um that I just feel like that would have elevated it for me to be like wow I really enjoyed this and I just I mean it was like I'll read more I'm not like totally against it but i'm not like crazy about it for sure i can't remember why it's been a long time but i remember the chick was bugging me the main um, girl and i was like i can't do this <laughs> so i put it down but um that's just me but anyway and two to add to the music thing that we've been talking about um i found this band called arrows in action on tiktok and i've been obsessively listening they have one ep when i look them up and i've been listening to it over and over again i think i downloaded them too it's so good it's like pop punky so arrows in action it's good but regular update time i don't think i don't think aaron was around but do you guys remember when i lost my uh, during my tumblr days i like lost my mind when i found that hockey webcomic called check please yes yeah i was obsessed with it for like a two or three week period and it's so good it's it's called check please there are graphic novels now and it's by i'm sorry if i mispronounce this it's by nagozi yukaza yukazu 
Ngozi Yukazu. She's a great artist. We went to the same art college, which was part of the appeal there, too. That's so cute. Yeah, it was cool. Um, but it's about a guy who uh, gets a hockey scholarship, and then he falls in love with one of the guys on his team, and it's hilarious and really adorable. But it's happened again because everyone on Twitter freaked out about Heartstopper, the Netflix show that's coming out. And I was like, what is this? And I found out it's a webcomic, and then I lost my mind and stayed up until 3 a.m. reading it. And it's so cute. <laughs> and I'm so excited for the show now. I can't wait. So that's what I've been doing this week. I love it. I feel like I saw that around the Twitter sphere um, when it first like kind of came out. And there was like a lot of people saying, look, they're going to put it into like an actual book format. I think that you could buy. Am I wrong? Yeah. There are graphic novels now, which I'll probably buy. And I found out too, which is also part of the appeal. Um she has written actual novel books about the side characters in it and they like all connect and there's like a timeline. So I'm like so into it. I'm like, I want all the books and I want to read all about the characters. And so I'm in it to win it now. I love it. All right. Well, I think that's everybody. So let's get into some main topic uh, territory, uh, which is about tropes. So we're going to be breaking down our favorite tropes um, and ones we really don't like. Um, it's a long list, but I feel like we all have like really similar stuff. I feel like we'll be so surprised if there's ones that like we disagree with um but like right off the bat for me one bed i mean obviously yeah love it. is it overused yes do i still love it yes i want it i you could put it in almost every book and i would still be there for it <laughs> absolutely or it doesn't even have to be only one bed i love the only one bed um but even if it's just like they got to share a room for whatever reason and the bathroom and like they catch them coming out of the shower or something. Yes. I love it. I love it. It's like, uh, what is the proposal movie where they like slam naked into each other? Yes. I die. I love it. It's that kind of stuff. Why are you naked? Yeah. And one of them's on the floor, like trying to be good. And they're just like, just come up here onto the bed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Get on the bed. Why are you sleeping on the floor in the first place? Anyway, this is not a time to be chivalrous. Go. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going through my 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 love tropes. So then enemies enemies to lovers, obviously. I feel like that's no brainer. Um, faded mates. I mean, if there's no mates, I will read contemporary and be confused. I'm like they're they're mates, and I'm like this is just at a law firm in L. A. Like they're <laughs> they're not made of. They're just regular people. I just it's like so ingrained in my head. You're reading the hating game, going well. Obviously, you're mates, guys. <laughs> Why do you not know this? I love mates, though. Like, any kind of mate trope, I I love it. Yeah, I love mates, too. This one's fucking weird, but I, every time, I'm like, why do I still love it? It's when they can, like, scent their arousal. That's, like, so creepy, and I would never want that in real life. But when it's written in these books like that, I just, like, I'll eat that up. Yeah, I'm into it. They're like, no, I'm not interested in you. And they're like, I don't know. For me, it's not specifically when they scent arousal, but I love when they can, like, scent emotions or something, and they, like, can read how they feel and stuff. I eat that shit up. Yeah, I feel like, oh, and then, like, any fake dating and then, like, training the person with their powers, like, I'll teach you how to use your powers. Yep, sign me the hell up. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I just got, like, a covenant flashback (laughs) of... Oh my god, I read the first book. I can participate in this. I haven't yet. I haven't yet. All you have to know is there's a hot trainer. Training montages, especially when they're like fighting and you're learning how to use your body to like overpower people and then they end up on the mat and you're like, yes! (laughs) Okay, all I'm thinking about now is Li Shang and Mulan and (laughs) 
I'm into that. Be a man. Be a man. Jennifer Armentrod just knows what tropes we love because there's also a fighting scene in Harbinger and I'm like, I'm here for it. Give me all of the fight training scenes. And bouncing off of that, I one of my things that I wrote down I loved is when um I love when they're I love when couples get together sort of early-ish on. And it's not super drawn out, but then they're like together and they face their problems together. And I feel like JLA is super good about that. This piggybacks off the one, one of the ones I hate, which is when they like either one, like did not, like, there's no way they like me. Like, I'm not even gonna, and it's like so obvious they do. Or anytime where they're like gonna break up with them to like protect them. And I'm looking at you, Edward Cullen. I wrote that down too. Any running off for their protection, breaking up for their protection, pr- saying that you don't love them for their protection. Fuck that. Sorry. Fuck that real hard. <laughs> well, that's why I also didn't like the Lux series as much as a... Yeah, I was gonna say, the Lux series for me, I was like, that's literally Twilight but aliens, and Damon is not my... Cup- like, he's cool, and no one come after me. I love the alien plot. I love the crazy story. But, like... I can't, I can't with this, like, I'm gonna be mean to you for four books because I can't have you around. In my notes, I have written in all caps, no one likes a person making their decisions, Chad. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The only trope that I really hate, like, I'll probably read any of them, and I will still read this one occasionally, but I will go on a rager about it, and poor Dev had to hear me go on a rager about it, about a book series that I won't mention because it'll spoil it all. Um, is pregnancy tropes when they're like, oh, well, she got pregnant, so let's make this all about it, and they got to get together because she's pregnant, or... I wrote that down, too. Mostly everything to do with pregnancy, and it's not, like, because I hate pregnancy. I had a child. It's just... There's something very triggering about especially risking the life thing or the baby's gonna die or let's save this or do that. I get that some people really don't have issue with it. For me, no. No. Immediate no. If you get them pregnant, I don't want to be a part of it. If it's like a healthy way, fine. But it just, it gets me. I don't know what it is. I just don't want to deal with pregnancy. Also, it's like usually very, it's usually impractical in a lot of like the stories that we're reading. Like you're fighting a battle or a war, like things are happening. We don't need babies involved right now. I was just going to say most of the time I feel like the pregnancy trope just feels like an extra like drama maker, you know? Right. Yeah. Like not necessary. It's something about having gone through, like personally gone through infertility and gone through like um, having a really hard time with that stuff and then having a terrifying pregnancy situation and a terrifying birth situation for me that I'm just like. It's like I've lived it. I don't need to read it. Well, yeah. Like I've, I've lived through this stuff and I had a lot of really scary moments and I don't need anybody using this for fodder. at the Like, I don't know. Yes. It's a triggering topic. Right, and you can write about whatever you want. Um, I just, for me, not my thing. But the problem with pregnancy tropes, you don't know until you're all the way in and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? And that's what I, I think I've sent that text to Dev a lot of times where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Did we just read this? I usually finish the books before Jess and then she she's reading stuff and I'm like, oh, she's going to get to that point. I know it's going to happen. And she'll be sending me messages like, this is not going to happen. If this happens, I swear. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. You're going to get mad. <laughs> well, so like that's an interesting point though about like how certain tropes like in a way are a spoiler but i feel like especially in the romance genre it's like you want to know that like you know like 
happy ever after like is that a spoiler like kind of but you that's what we're going into these books for like I talk to my husband sometimes about like the books that I read and he's always rolls his eyes usually but because he's a man uh, and part of the patriarchy but um (laughs) but he's just like well then you already know what's gonna happen and I'm like yeah but the whole point is that it's like it's but fun. the journey to get there is It's different. a journey, yes, yes. I will sometimes, like, specifically, like, look, if I'm, like, I'm in the mood for X, like, look up for, like, a trope. And I remember this is one author. Oh, Serena Bowen. I don't know if you guys have read it. I've read a lot of her hockey romances. <laughs> but on her website, she has, like, all her books, like, set, like separated by trope if you want to do that. and the, But some of them are, like, spoiler. Like, I think there is, like, a baby one. So she's, like, this is a spoiler, but just so you know like this is a baby trope if you're if you're into that right that's nice actually which i'm like i for me some of these tropes like it's not like i'd rather know so then i can know that i'm gonna like it you know what i mean yeah i have to agree especially like there were a couple because you guys know i'm like trash for crystal caswell um she's had a couple where they're baby ones and we're like would i read that i absolutely did knowing what i was going into or whatever and I don't love that part of it, but I know that I love her writing enough that that trope is not going to bother me in that book. Like, and there are, there are plenty of ways that pregnancy stuff has popped up and they're like, oh, did this, like, I've had texts from people. Did this really make you mad? And I'm like, in this specific situation, no. And I don't know why, but like the way that it was introduced was probably just more natural and it was less, I'm adding this for drama. But I don't know. That's, that's the only trope that I like have tons of opinions about i guess i don't know i don't like cheating ones i don't know if i've ever read a cheating trope before i like I've, i think i've read some reviews before and they're like oh this happens and i'm like mm, no, i don't want to read that but i think that's like love triangle for me too that feels similar to it well, is cusp of cheating but like love tri- i can go on an hour rampage over love triangles like it's one that i'll read about if it's done well but it's not something that I particularly enjoy most of the time because, again, like, it just seems unrealistic. There's always going to be a loser. You always know when the person likes one of the other characters more than the second. I, yeah, I just always feel bad for the other person. I don't like it. And then, like, even if then they do find their person, you're still like, but remember when you were, like, really into this person? Um I don't mind if at first, like, we don't know. If we're like, I don't know who I like more. But as long as the character is, like, pretty consistent, I feel like I can handle that better. If they're like, oh, you're both interesting, but then she's like, no, my heart lies here. Like, I can deal with that. But if they're just like, I just love them equally. Which one? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Yes, I hate it. I have an interesting love triangle book that I want you three to read so that I can get your opinions on it. And it was These Hollow Vows. The second one I either is just about to come out or... I wanted to read that anyway. The love triangle in that one is very confusing to me. I legitimately don't know how it's going to end up. And it's for reasons that I can't give, but it was done in a really good way. Like one is her person that she's had forever and then one is the new stranger. And we always immediately are like, oh yeah, she's definitely going to end up with the new stranger, right? But it's it's so much more layered than that. And yeah, I... I was all about it. I'm here for that. I'm very invested. So yeah, These Hollow Vows by, I don't know the name, but uh, I'll list it in the notes. I really also liked, again, The Dark Elements by Jennifer L. Armentrout is a really good, that is like my ideal situational love triangle. If I had to read a love triangle, it would be the way that she does it. The way that I don't like it, 
the infernal devices. I'm sorry. I love Shadowhunters, but I can't do that version of a love triangle, and I don't know why. Bouncing off of that, uh, I'm getting real exhausted with the miscommunication trope, which I feel like is in every Shadowhunter. <laughs> I'm tired, like, y'all. The whole plot is because they won't just freaking share the information that they both have. Yes, and it's usually young adult stories, like going off of Jess's thing about like YA, like I've noticed more and more that adult stories don't have a lot of miscommunication. And I'm like, kids are not that dumb. But they don't communicate. Think about when, like, I try to think about when I was a teen and I 100% would never, like, I didn't even want to tell somebody I liked them. Yeah, but it's like, if there was something life-threatening that I knew could be solved by telling my parents, like, me as a teenager would probably just be like, yo, I got myself into trouble, what do I do? I don't think I would, like, risk my own life and my friend's life. (laughs) Like, we gotta save the world by ourselves because we're gonna get in trouble. But then there wouldn't be a book. I think the joy of those, I, I do appreciate the joy of it because it re, it's not a direct, I wouldn't save the world. It seems unrealistic because of the fantasy aspect of it. But in real everyday life, like I can remember times in my teenage years where I was like, if I tell my parents, they're going to kill me. But these are fantasy situations and it's just like, it, come on, like this is like the stakes are higher. Or like, I don't like when it's, it's not even just like, oh, I didn't tell my parents. Or it's like if the magical person comes into your life and then you're not telling them thing like dude they probably know like or like can help like they're the one who's like the man like i mean why would you like i don't think i should tell exactly them. yeah <laughs> or like then when you combine that with the i'm not gonna admit that i have feelings for them or like could possibly think that they do and it's uh. like <laughs> explain that you like each other and then tell each other the secrets and the whole plot can get solved like that's so irritating to me i have a good one that i feel like is gonna be <laughs> super controversial with the four of us so i have to say it before we end my one of the ones that I personally love and I have loved this I have a very specific scene in my head which I will say after but mine is transformation scenes like haircuts makeovers (laughs) I love them I have a very vivid memory of like Devin at like what 10 years old maybe I don't know when Princess Diaries comes out came out and she's in her chair and she spins around and she's like now you're a princess and I'm like yes Yes, I love this so much But I I had to say this one specifically because I know Jess hates them. Jess is like, don't cut my men's hair, please. I I was going to say, I love the haircuts when they come out and they're like, I cut my hair because I was traveling a long journey and I didn't want to die because somebody grabbed onto my hair. I'm like, yes, cut your hair, chop it off. Absolutely never. (laughs) Part of me, part of me gets mad and you said Princess Diaries is like triggering for me because (laughs) all they did was straighten her hair. They took her naturally curly that hair and they took her glasses off. Guys. In between that, they did all these horrific, like weird updos. And it's like she's not doing her hair like that every day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the movie is excellent. It's so good. It's the um and like I love the movie forever, but she's all that of it all, where you're gonna take Rachel yes. Cook and be like, oh, she's so nerdy because she wore overalls. <laughs> Let's take her glasses off. Fuck you. You know that they're, like, it's Anne Hathaway. Well, so, yes. I love a makeover. Like, I'm... I like it when they do the makeover to be, like, be badass. Like, they get tattoos, and then they put their armor on, and they're gonna, like... I like a grease... I like a grease makeover, where you're Sandy, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna put on some leather pants and go kick some ass now. When she gets her shoe on the cigarette, hells yeah. (laughs) 
She's channeling inner power for that one. She's not like, oh, he doesn't like preppy girls. He liked you before. He was fine with it. It's, I'm channeling my inner bad bitch makeover absolutely all day. But how dare you cut off a man bun and be like, oh, he's growing as a character. He didn't need to grow. He's 500 years old. He does not need to grow. He's I wonder perfect. what she's talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> I will say that as an adult, now that I'm older as an adult, I have less patience for the transformations where they're doing it for validation from another yeah, person. Yeah, yes. Like, you should be doing that shit for yourself. So yes. if it's a transformation that they're doing to make themselves feel better, then I'm like, fuck yes, let's do it. Yeah, I agree. But if it's like, I have to make him love me, then I don't want that. Yeah, it, I was having a conversation with someone else about this, like how... It's the physical, like, outwardly version of the transformations that are happening, like, inside, internally, and, like, as they take their journey. Yeah. So if the transformation is part of it as, like, yeah, like, oh, th- this is what happened because of X, Y, and Z, and it just fits in with the story. It's so much better than, obviously, like, I took off my glasses and I'm not the duff anymore. <laughs> like, I just am going to say, like, every time I start to read a book with a guy who has long hair and a man pun, I'm like, they're going to cut this off in this next book. I know they're going to cut it off. They're going to cut it off. It's going to make me so... I just, like, why are you going to cut off this beautiful This is more just about Jess's love letter to man buns than it is about anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Which, honestly, if that's the trope, I am all for the man bun. I don't know if it is, but... Yes. We could probably say it is. It's my trope. Yeah. We love a good man bun. <laughs> I have one more that I wanted to to bring up that I is also on Loretta's list that I love, and it's like hidden identities or mistaken identities. Like I was thinking about this too because I would be that person that it like rolls their eyes or is just super sarcastic to somebody who annoyed them in like the Starbucks line, and then you find out that that's like the new president of the company you work for, and you'd be like, "Oh, that was you." <laughs> I live for it. Yeah, dramatic reveals. I'm so into it. I love that. Uh, the walking into an interview and the person you were an asshole to or was an asshole to yes. you as your interviewer <laughs> gives me joy every yeah. single time. Uh, yeah, that's that's never going to not give me joy. I specifically wrote down, like, uh, when girls are dressed up as guys to do something and then they're, like, fall in love She's with She's the man. Of- One of the best movies ever made. That is cinematic gold i can quote she's the man by memory oh does he have your number 1-800 beyond like the best line the best line when i see you all i see is ugly (laughs) see for who you truly are this is this is the quote this is the quote it says she says and i quote and when I close my eyes, I see you for what you truly are, which is She's ugly. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Also, if you ever have any hate towards She's a Man, just know that it is a retelling of Shakespeare. So you're getting in your classic literature education by watching She's a Man. So As is 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes, and Clueless. Oh, no, Clueless is Jane Austen. Clueless is Jane Austen. Some things I hate about you is the taming of the shrew. All right, this is a different, this is a different topic, guys. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> for, for books, though, I wanted to say that The Girl Dresses a Guy, I have a recommendation, and it's Spin the Dawn. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Read that. That was good. That one takes a weird turn. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> but it was good. I didn't read the second one, though. 
I haven't either. It's on my list. I think I own it, but I haven't read it yet. And I love I love Disguised Assassins and Cruel Beauty is my recommendation for that one. It's so good. Cruel Beauty. If y'all have if you have not read Cruel Beauty, it is the most weird and twisted strange ass stuff and I live for it. It'll feel like you're doing drugs, but in a good way? In a good way. <laughs> It's like Beauty and the Beast. But like Alice in Wonderland, Beauty and the Beast. It's really good. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. All right, let's get into our game. Okay, we're going to play a game. And today we're going to play Skip It or Ship It again. So I am going to do some randomizing for you all. Our randomization is Nikdos from Shadow in the Ember or from Blood and Nash. And okay, to be clear... All of these people are the same age in our world. Yeah. Matthew Fairchild, The Last Hour. <laughs> I ship I'm it. I'm going to say ship it, yeah. I ship it. I love Matthew. I haven't read that book yet, but I love Matthew so much that I ship I it. I just need Matthew to be happy, and if Nick does, is going to make him happy, like he just... Let Matthew be happy. Yes. I love both of these people i don't i don't know that they would be great together yeah uh but i love they would make a very good grumpy sunshine trope while we're on the topic like that would be their trope but matthew is fake sunshine he's all fake sunshine he's (laughs) he's sunshine in a bottle and that bottle is a bottle of whiskey yeah that that (laughs) bottle is about to break so i i'm still gonna ship it yep Going, because we just love them both, and the crankiness of Nikdos will not be rivaled. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are going to randomize, and... uh, Oh, this is a good one. Oh, this is a really good one. Um, Sartak from Throne of Glass. Love him. (laughs) And Helene from... uh, Ember in the Ashes. Ooh, Helene and Sartak. Helene? 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 I think it's Helene. I ship it. I think I ship it because what a power couple. Like, but almost too much. Yeah, yeah he would. He would try to joke around, and she'd just be she like, "She would not have patience for him." What are all. you talking about? Yeah, she. They both need a right hand man, and like she would, she would dominate the crap out of him. Because I think in a fight she'd win. Um, I love Sartak. Love you, baby. But I want to see them in a room together, though. I think I'm going to skip it I just, only because he and Harper are too much alike, though. So maybe it would work out. That's true. That's true. Our, I don't think so. Not in my mind. No? No. I think Harper is a little bit more serious, but I mean, that could just be because. Yeah, he is more serious. They, Harper grew up in like a very toxic term, like a t- toxic <laughs> environment. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't. That's all I'm going to say about that, but... Yeah, probably not the best couple that I've ever seen. I'm intrigued by that combo, though. I think Helene deserves better, and it... Than Sartak? Yeah. he's. I love Sartak, but I don't think that he's right for her. And she also deserves to be happy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, this one was used on the last round, but I still like it, and I still stand by this situation, and that is... um. Damon from Lux series and Bella from Twilight. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I feel like Damon and Bella would actually work out. They probably would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that would work. 
We don't, don't like, like it, it, but it would work. It could happen. It could happen. Because yeah, could happen. Damon would push Bella away, and Bella would be like, I'm just going to go hurt myself so that way I can see you in my mind. Well, because <laughs> Bella and Katie, I mean, they're very similar. They're similar. They are. Okay, I have the final one. And uh, if you guys don't say ship it for this, I hate the <laughs> word. Because I just saw this and audibly gasped. Magnus Bane and Rune... <laughs> yes, yes yes sold done yes. that is that is the couple i want to run the world i can't Ship even it forever handle it you can comment you've seen the pictures that's who he is <laughs> that's who he is if you've seen the pictures i love magnus so much that i ship it my sister just she just read the first crescent city and the whole time she was just like i mean i love rune and i'm like we know yeah i'm obsessed we with know. him i was obsessed <laughs> with him from book one if they cut that bitch's hair it's not going over well. I'm going to scream. If they cut his hair, I will scream. <laughs> A side note that I need somebody to answer for me because it has been stressing me out. Which side of his head is shaved? Because you can't have it both ways. I see pictures with the left side shaved. I see pictures with the right side shaved. Both sides of his head is not shaved. If they were, he'd have some type of weird, long fake mohawk thing going on that's not <laughs> you can absolutely do two undercuts i had a friend who did that and it looks like it's all on one side or whatever it just flips yeah i just like i need to know because he only has one side of his head shaved and i need to know what side it is like <laughs> i need to know what side is shaved <laughs> well i also i love i i love i love everything about him but um i love the undercut I'm just like I'm into that. Yeah, I love his shaved head. I love everything about Rune. Well, we will riot if the hair gets cut. So I will scream, guys. <laughs> I, you will not like your phone and the text messages coming through if they cut his hair. If, if you're listening, uh, SJM. That's one haircut that I do not approve of. He doesn't need a, a transformation haircut. <laughs> he just needs to get another tattoo. I was going to say, what I do need is a compiled list of every single tattoo he has on his body and like what it is and what he what it means. My biggest concern with that man is uh, the lip ring situation about how she brings it up early on in the book. And then the whole time you're reading the book, he starts like playing with it. And you're like, can you not? What did you do to me? What are you doing this? You're still, you're going to just flick that freaking lip ring. <laughs> Loretta hasn't read everything yet, so I'm not going to mention what it is, but there's a specific scene in book two with the lip ring. And I was like, I'm deceased. What is going on? I was not on? expecting that. I was so not expecting the lip ring thing. Like, I, what, I just have no words. Loretta, when you read these and you meet him, I have high expectations. No, he won't. He won't disappoint. Don't you worry. He's perfect. Just, just remember that he has a lip ring. You know, it's important. I'm already into it. There's a reason that nobody on TikTok or Twitter is like, "Oh my gosh, I love Hunt" because Rune exists. <laughs> I still love Hunt, but Hunt is Hunt is like this is a really good segue into what next episode's going to be. Actually, yes, I was gonna say. Okay, so that's actually a good segue, like Aaron was saying, into our next episode, which is gonna be all about alcohols. Do with that what you will. Find out next weekend. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know. If you don't know join us because it's going to be exciting um and remember to follow us on social at emo girls guide on everything tiktok twitter instagram facebook we're everywhere just you'll you'll find us 
And may your day be blessed with main character energy. Main character energy. Main character energy.